Welcome to the Black Magic Collective podcast presented by Black Magic Design. This podcast is made by filmmakers for filmmakers. Join at blackmagiccollective.com to enjoy free membership and all that comes with it. Now, on with the show. And we have a very special moderator today. Um, it is uh, somebody who is based out of Atlanta. We wanted somebody to really take lead on this event. So that is going to be Lisa Madewell. Welcome, welcome. Oh, hello. Great to be here. <laughs> Amazing to have you. Thank you so much for, you know, being willing to moderate this event and bring in these awesome panelists. Um, so I will go ahead and leave you to it. I will see you behind the scenes and then go ahead and introduce yourself and introduce your panelists. Thank you very much, Kayla. My name is Lisa Madewell. I am a filmmaker here in Georgia. I recently relocated from Indianapolis, uh, where I participated in the film community there. And I came here to Georgia to pursue filmmaking. I'm a screenplay writer. I have uh, several series that are in the works, a documentary based on uh, Robert W. Lee, who was uh, head of a boxing organization. And a lot of the, our panelists I work with, uh, either writing together or producing films. And so I'm excited to get them on here. Uh, they have some great stories to tell about relocating here to Georgia. So first, we're going to bring on uh, Diana Rhodes. Hello, Diana. Hey, hi. How are you today? Hey, Lisa. Hi. How are you? Hi. Oh, hey, Kayla. <laughs> and we also have Brandon Miner, another transplant from Indiana. Uh, Hello, Diana. everybody. <laughs> Hello, Brandon. <laughs> and then we have Joyce Licorice, who's uh, sitting over at Dream Empire Films. Uh, doing her and Diana working hard over there today. Hello, Joy. Right. Hey there. Hi there. <laughs> Thank you all for joining me. I appreciate it. And today we're going to be talking about. Uh, so you wanted to move to? Is that is my speech sounding bad? Is it okay? Okay. So you wanted to move to the new Hollywood. It's fading in out. Pardon me. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, uh, you wanted to move to Atlanta, the new Hollywood, um, to pursue the next level of your film career. So we're going to talk about that. You may each of you making that move. How's it going? Uh, was it a great decision for you to make? Uh, so uh, we're going to get started first with our introductions. Uh, Joyce Lickery, she's a filmmaker, director, producer, screenwriter, singer, voiceover artist. Uh, she's a five-time Amazon best-selling author and CEO of Dream Empire Films. Uh, Brandon Lee Miner is a writer, actor, voice actor, producer, and director, and chief of operations at, say it. <laughs> You're on mute. Uh -oh. You're muted. Uh, Solus Imagination Center of the Arts. Yes. He relocated to Atlanta uh, to expand his career in the film industry, and he's actively in involved in production on the Submerged series as The Figure. Uh, look for that to come out. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and also, he's done a Sleep Center Hawaii commercial, and he's a spokesman for designer men's fragrance miniatures. Uh, Diana Rose is a playwright. Diana Rose is a playwright, screenwriter, and author. She has written and directed several uh, off-Broadway plays. Uh, she moved to Atlanta in 2015 with the intent of writing for television. Uh, she became a member of WIFTA, which is Women in Film and Television in Atlanta, Atlanta. And she worked at People TV in Atlanta, where she became a camera operator and a novice television producer. So again, welcome to you, all, uh, all these talented people here. So uh, why Atlanta? Why did you choose to move to Atlanta, Brandon? Why Atlanta? Uh, well, uh, like you mentioned before, Atlanta is the uh, second Hollywood or something along that line. Um, but also the energy here, you know, um, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's fairly easy, but um, getting connected in the industry um, is far easier than where I, I once was. Um, and, and then around being around a lot of people of color that is, have a mind frame of business that is wanting to expand their business, wanting to network, um, that want to put things together. It, it's just a different energy um, from where I was, you know, right. 
knowing that also like yourself, I uh, know Joyce uh, came down here and took this city by storm, you know, seeing those type of examples kind of really uh, perpetuates you in that, that direction and making that decision and being comfortable with that decision. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and Joyce, why did what made you come to Atlanta? Well, I personally made the relocation choice because this is Black Hollywood and I wanted to be a part of that. I made the transition out of the theater space because it's my background in, that, in theater uh, into film. And I just felt like this was the best place for me to thrive as a creative. Um, and it just in the in my visits leading up to me moving here, I just met so many people who had warm uh, reception towards me and my and and my ideas and my visions and they spoke so much life into it and I just felt like it would be a great place that and the tax incentive so let's yeah, just right, right. <laughs> they didn't have that at the time now they do they just passed the legislation in Indiana so they do but at the time we relocated they didn't have any tax credit or tax incentives uh, for investors and so this was a win-win for us. Uh, with being able to connect with other uh, creatives, amazing access to talent, amazing access to studio space, industry level uh, uh, talent and whatnot. And it didn't have the high cost of living in LA. (laughs) True, this is true. Diana, how did you know it was time to relocate? That's a good question. Um, I got sick of my job. (laughs) I know. I knew there was more to my life than uh, facilitating of others, facilitating right. <laughs> right. my own progress. And yeah, I've never regretted that decision. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? How did you know it was time to go? <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've always been the person that really thinks really, really big. Um, and I kind of felt like it was time, you know, sometimes you feel like you outgrow a certain space that you're in at that time of your life. Um, it was very difficult uh, for me because my, my two daughters uh, live in Indianapolis. So that was one of the biggest things that, that kept me there for a while. But I felt that they were at the age, you know, I, I communicated with them very well. They understood, the, um, you know, the sacrifice in this process, you know, um, and they gave the old daddy, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they understood what um, the opportunity was presenting um, just by me making this move here. So w- once I finally got that final okay with my children, you know, uh, I saw a lot of opportunities open up with some of the, because I'm also a screenwriter with, with some of the things that I'm writing. I just, I went without any hesitation. Okay. Um, how did you know that you could compete in this market, Joyce? How did you know? Well, for me, I've always been one of the people that didn't really worry about competition. Uh, I'm my own competition uh, mm-hmm. in the theater space. I had to create my own lane. There was no outlet for African-American theater in the community I was in. So I created it. So I'm one of those people that if I see a gap or a need, I want to fill the need. So for me, there wasn't much competition because the type of stories that I want to tell weren't being told. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to elevate entertainment. I want to you know, create new opportunities for co- culturally diverse entertainment that moves, touches, and inspires, not just entertains. There's a lot of entertainment out there, but I wanted to kind of elevate that. So with knowing that I was creating my own lane, I just knew I needed to go for it. Okay. Yeah. What, what about you, Diana? How did you know you could compete in this market, that you had the skills to, to come to Georgia? Um. I was selling out theaters in New York, uh, producing, directing, and you know, writing my own stuff. And so I felt compelled to take it to the next level. I felt like if I could do it for the stage, I could do it for the big screen or the small screen. And so it was at this point, it was just a matter of knowing that I could do it, but on a different level, on a higher level. And right. you know, sometimes when nobody else is encouraging. Uh, put it in the right uh, context. Okay, I think you're kind of breaking up a little bit. Uh, Brandon, what resources did you seek uh, either before coming or once you arrived? What resources in the industry? Uh, Well, I I know that you and uh, Georgia have been a major resource. Um, I've had a few meetings 
um, before I even came here with some other uh, studios that, um, you know, when, when, it, when a, ma a major studio looks at your work and they say they like it and they say that it's actually marketable, that's another level of confidence um, to, you know what, I'm just going to just do it. Um, and the question that you had before was about how did I know I could compete? Now, I've already written my acceptance speech at the Academy Awards, you know, and that's that's the kind of confidence you have to have. Um, at, and that comes with reaching out and, and um, getting some resources or having some communications with uh, companies that believe in your work as well. You know, so um, I, I just did a lot of um, you want that when you have that faith in what you're doing, that belief in what you're doing. You don't have any hesitation when you reach out. You know your your energy kind of sells sells itself. Correct. Um, so whatever opportunity that I can get, um, had some friends say, "Hey, check this out." You know, um, there was a contest for a um, a short or short film that I had uh, that I was in. Excuse me, uh, and I just kind of halfway wrote the you know the script and it won. You know, I think I only had like. 15 20 pages wasn't even finished and then one you know so being involved in and in, uh film festivals and things like that mm -hmm. um that is very very important one to see to to network but also to see um uh, how people respond to your creativity okay thank you uh in in our audience feel free to uh jump in with comments uh that would be awesome um Thanks, oh, Joyce, you have that. a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Harpreet, for that. I appreciate that. Uh, <clears throat> did you have any connections? Did any of you have any connections when you prior to moving here uh, that you, you know, but before you moved here, did you have any connections to uh, people in the film industry? This really wonderful lady named Lisa Maywell. No. <laughs> like, seriously, Lisa, um, Lisa, you were really instrumental in making me make that final decision and coming down. I saw you came out and you jumped in full throttle. And I think the trail you blazed that and, and it, for all of us is that don't be afraid to walk into new spaces, introduce yourself, attend the networking events, right? You right. might not have the connections. I personally did not. So the answer is no. Uh, but you like really jumped out there. Every time I look up, you were sending me an evite to some sort of networking <laughs> thing. And those those rooms that we went in have like now we're in the front of them. Right. And that happened in the course of two years. And so um, it's it's just like even this platform, it's just, you know, you're you're facilitating this forum for us. And before you came here, even you didn't have the, 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 uh, the contact. So I think that shouldn't preclude anybody from making the move right right jump right. in full, full throttle you can't have half, half uh go half ass on this you have to go full in all the way in oh, yeah. all the way yeah. up yeah um i wanted to piggyback off what you said um you know lisa was a a, a school teacher <laughs> for all this and to see her make that that move and do well at it you know it was like wow you know and i gave us another level of confidence. I know I can well speak for myself. I know it did for me. Um, and seeing her just make that move, you know, um, she was doing well at you know um, molding our molding the children, molding our future. And like you know what, I, I'm going to do this full time, you know. And she made that move with confidence. It was just like out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm like okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know how serious she was, and, and just just you know got out of. Um, in, in Indiana and made that move. And, you know, uh, before that, I think she went to, um, what was it? it was somewhere overseas. Lithuania. Yeah. Lithuania. Lithuania. Were you there too, Joyce? Joyce, yeah. 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 Uh, I heard about that. I'm like, oh, she's, you know, she's overseas, uh, you know, doing, and then you won an award, correct, for that or something? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, doing all that. You know, and we were based out of Indianapolis, and then she made that move, and uh, next you know she's on sets, um, you know, being a script coordinator, whatever it is, uh, other things, you know. So seeing that, and then like like uh, Joyce said, she always always has some type of networking event that she will tag you or show you or forward you some type of information. So um, that is very important, you know. Um, 
whenever you get an opportunity or something like that, if it's in your, your schedule, uh, capitalize on it. Absolutely. And that was the next point was the networking opportunities. How important is networking? Yeah. It's your net worth is your net worth. It's the easiest phrase, but it is so accurate. It is so true. Uh, I'll give you an example. Just recently, we went to a film screening. And out of that, we're sitting at the film screening. And there's an executive. I won't name the name of the company. But there's an executive at a company that I had been soliciting to try to get a co-production partnership with for two years. She was sitting right next to me at the meeting and her assistant, who I've been emailing for the last two years, who stopped communicating with me, had been fired. So the emails weren't getting to her. Now, had I not gotten out of my comfort zone and attended that screening and network with the filmmakers, I wouldn't have run back into her. That reopened that door. Now, she invited me directly into her space. I've had to sit down in her office. And we're now working on co-production projects across multiple projects. And this is someone that can breathe life into multiple projects that Dream Empire has to offer. That would not have occurred had I not gotten out of my comfort zone and gone to that networking event. And I know when COVID happened, we all became these homebodies, right? Right. Stop getting out. It was like, oh, we were so afraid. And, you know, the restrictions have kind of laxed a little bit and people are starting to come together again. Don't be afraid. Wear your mask if you need to, but get out of the house. Go network, attend every event you could possibly attend. You never know what could come out of it. I've met actors that we're going to be working with. I've met other producers. I've met crew members. I've met people who are just hungry. We have a couple of new interns. I mean, it just all kind of comes from either networking, meeting other people and collaborating with like-minded individuals. All right. And Brandon, and you're muted. Uh, Brandon, how, how important do you feel networking is, has helped you? Uh, it, it's very important. I will say, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of, sometimes when I, I'm writing, you know, I can kind of crawl underneath the rock and be in my creative space and I can't disturb that. Um, but uh, I, I really see that the times that I did network, um, how it's been beneficial to uh, the vision, you know, to the journey that I'm on. Um, you know, every chance that you can get, um, go, go. You know, um, you never know who you're going to run into. And it's been time since I've been here in Atlanta. I just ran into, you know, stars of famous people just anywhere. So you just never know who's going to be there um, or who has made the time to to go to these networking events because they're in a project that no one knows about and they're looking for um, whether it's actors, writer, directors, and they just go to this event just to see if there's anyone they can connect with that will be um, beneficial to their project. Right. Um, so, yeah, if you have the space, you know, you know, I understand, like, if you're writing and things like that, you got me in creative space, you don't want to disturb that too much. However, um, you also want to be in a mind frame not to do it so much that you're not uh, capitalizing on opportunities that you can network and expand your, your uh, opportunity. Absolutely. Right. To put your get your product out there. Yes. Yes. Somebody and, and, was asking and, where to find the networking mm-hmm. opportunities. We at Dream Empire host one once a month called the Creative Collective. And you can check that out on DreamEmpireFilms.com. But I personally have found most of them through Lisa. <laughs> Eventbrite is <laughs> huge. Eventbrite. Right, right. Facebook has a lot of filmmaker groups. So join the filmmaker mm-hmm. groups on Facebook that are specific to the region you're in. So I know we got filmmakers from all over, but for Atlanta filmmakers, there is an Atlanta filmmakers group. If you happen to be African-American or person of color, they also have groups that are specific to African-American filmmakers or just general filmmaking crew cast networking groups on Facebook. A lot of times they'll post those networking events right there. Mm-hmm. And somebody else was asking about living in Atlanta, if it was more beneficial than outside of Atlanta. So I don't know if you want to speak to that. There oh, okay, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the, the thing about it is, is that um, the the tech- technological age that we're in, um, it like like uh, Joy said, there's a lot of benefits to social media. You know, um, sometimes we think we necessarily have to. I remember when I first started deciding, like, I'm going to act full time. I'm going to be in the uh, film industry. And I was living in Indianapolis. It's like, well, how are you going to do that in Indianapolis? You know, uh, and I would say 20, 30 years ago, you know, that was um, a, a dream that could have been far-fetched far as getting your name out there 
But with the technology we have now, it is far more easy to uh, reach out to people that you would never been able to reach out many years ago. Um, utilize those platforms, like Joy said, just go search anything. Um, and then you can make a post. Uh, I'm looking for the network. I'm looking for this, looking for that. And then just watch how many people just att attract to that post that you put out there that, with the intention of networking. You know, so it, utilize those tools. It's, it's, it's there. It works. Um, and I will highly recommend it. And, and, and sometimes when you, because moving here, you uh, may not know a lot of people. So when you go to these networking events, you feel like a fish out of water. But my, I have two things that I do because I'm not always the best at just reaching out to people. I have to really think about it. But two things I do, I'll go up and hand them a business card or I'll go up to people and I'll say, what is your talent? What is your gift? And that starts a whole conversation. I love and, that. And, and, and that just, and, and the people love to talk about themselves. So usually. Uh, and so David had a question about being, um, it, what area in Atlanta to be in close to the, well, first off, when you come to Atlanta, you know, anywhere you go, it's going to take you about 45 minutes. Just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not, if you're not in, going to the grocery store, <laughs> community, it's going to take about 45 minutes. See, so I'm from Indianapolis, though. So like, you can get anywhere for me, I personally live in Duluth, Georgia. Dream Empire Film Studios, our small production offices are in Duluth, Georgia. That works for me, right? If I need to go to the city, I know, like Lisa said, plan on 45 minutes, right? <laughs> so you'll be all over. Atlanta right. is very spread out and the opportunities are very spread out and the studios are on all in all the different yeah, counties. So yeah. it really doesn't matter. Just get here. I don't know if all yeah. of you get this. But point. even though I it's spread like, out, the people are very cohesive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, one, one question I wrote this down, and then mm -hmm. someone asked me this question yesterday. It's so funny to me. The first question people always ask me, have you gotten to Tyler Perry yet? Have any of you gotten that <laughs> question? <laughs> Yes, uh, definitely. Um, I, well, it's not really have I gotten to him yet um, or have I considered one of my projects to to mm -hmm. work with him. You know, and Tyler Perry is a, um, you know, he, he's great at what he does. You know, he's an example that, you know, um, any anyone can do it, you know, and reach high levels of, of success. Um, but there are also so many other individuals here. Um you know, that our powerhouses, I believe um, everyone in this panel right now is a powerhouse. Um, you know, Joyce doing her thing. And, and when I got here, you know, she's invited me to the office. The office setup is real nice. You know, it's very professional. And she has got her hands in a lot of pots. <laughs> you know, uh, and Lisa, the same thing, you know. Um, and and Diane is, is getting her roots down here. So, um, Tyler Perry is, yes, that'd be great to have an opportunity to work with him. However, there are a lot of other powerhouses that are here that are taking this industry by storm and you don't want to just focus on that mm -hmm. one and, and limit yourself to other opportunities. Mm -hmm. I agree. I, I've often asked like, Hey, do you want to be the next Tyler Perry? And my answer to that is no. I want to be the first Joyce Licorice. I'm trying exactly. to create my own yes. lane. I don't want to compete with him. My hat goes off to all that he's done. Mm -hmm. What I want to do is elevate the entertainment. And yes. I don't see that being done by anyone. Um, not to knock anybody's hustle or what they're doing, but I just don't see that being done. But we do have a funny story about uh, the three of us, Lisa, Diane, and I, trying to go to Tyler Perry Studios. We had <laughs> So we do, what's funny is we've been oh trying gosh. to get a tour of the studio and we just haven't been able to get a response. So 
We were on the interstate one day. We drove by. We saw the sign. We're like, we're just going to go. So we went. And we didn't get very far, but it was fun. It was fun. We tried, right? We and got past like, the first set of security with the second one. The second set of security is like, uh, yes, we did. Right. <laughs> you might want to tighten up on security. So we had a blast trying to get in there. It's like, yes, let's check on yeah, the Yeah, that reminds me years ago. Um, oh, yeah. Years ago, I went to the Colts Stadium trying to try it out for the Colts, and I walked in. I was like, hey, I just want to try it for the Colts, and the lady was looking at me like, you know, you just can't walk in here and do that. <laughs> you know, but what that shows me when you guys decide to do that is just like <laughs> you're taking every opportunity that you can, and like, you know, and not letting any doubt just get in the way, and I think that's awesome, you know. That's awesome that you guys did that, you know. You never know. Yeah, he could have walked absolutely. out the hallway. <laughs> just being there right, was right, wonderful. Right, right. We'll yeah. go back another time. It was just a funny story. He's he's really so, uh, yeah. I see. He's I see really that, uh, asked about the, um, what kind of roles uh, support does a new filmmaker get, and what roles can one pursue? Uh, my suggestion is to go where movies are being made. Volunteer to be on set. Sign up for the casting agencies here. Hilton, H Y L T O N. Casting is one place where you can get extra work. And um, although I prefer to be behind the camera, I go and do these because it gives me uh, more experience as a director and as a filmmaker to see the pitfalls and the, uh, what they do that works. Mm -hmm. So uh, when you when you get here, what I do each week is I Google film events near me. And it brings up, at, it's usually at least five to 10 per week. Right. And then I try to attend at least one of those. Just getting out and getting around like-minded people, you'll, you'll constantly be led to other people. Uh, right. so, so when you get here, there is support. You just have to get in the right circles. Right. Harpreet's other half of the question was about registering his business in Atlanta. I do highly recommend that you register your business in Atlanta, especially if you are a producer. Uh, some of the co-production opportunities that are coming my way at this time are because I am a registered uh, producer in uh, the state of Georgia and people from other states that want to leverage the tax incentives need to partner with someone that is registered. So I do highly recommend doing that. Um, the other part of the question was like something about uh, blah, 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 blah. They were asking about what types of roles and so lisa kind of hit that one on the head but i would say if you are a minority filmmaker as well that also look into becoming part of array's crew uh database which is ava duvernay's uh crew database um she has mm -hmm. opened that to all sorts of creatives of color not just necessarily african-american uh, because she wants to create more opportunities uh in this region in particular uh for crew members so definitely definitely look into that. I think Ryan had another question about uh, Do you have to live in Atlanta to register your production company there? I would think you'd have to have an Atlanta address. And if you're thinking of getting a tax incentive, wouldn't you have to have an Atlanta address, an office here? Well, what, when I, I had to transfer, when because my original production company was formed in Indiana. Right. When we moved here, they didn't recognize LLC-S Corp as an entity. So I had to reform and restructure in Georgia anyway. But what I did find out is had I not have been an LLC-S, uh, I could have done a um, foreign entity where you are still located in that state, but you create a foreign entity in the other state. And I could have kind of done it both places. So you don't have to physically move. Uh, you would, like Lisa said, need a mailing address in order to do that. And it, uh, I don't believe it can be a P.O. box, but you could also partner with like a physical location, like some of the post offices, not post offices, some of the other print like centers. UPS, not, yeah, like FedEx and stuff. They yeah. have things that aren't a P.O. box that right. is a physical address that you can use to domicile your business in the state of Georgia without physically moving. So to answer that, yeah. I just uh, had to go through all that. And, and then the question was uh, how uh, the productions now post-pandemic, uh, uh, the joke in, um, in Georgia is that it never shut down. <laughs> but on the film sets that I have been on, uh, they're still taking every precaution. You have to be masked. I did extra work a couple of weeks ago. We had to get uh, um, tested on site at the, at the uh, studio. 
Uh, so right. they're very serious about uh, those protocols here. Very serious about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what has been your biggest challenge uh, moving to Atlanta? Well, my biggest challenge was leaving leave my children in Indiana. You know, um, I'm really close to my kids. You know, um, <clears throat> making that move, um, everyone is going to have a different challenge depending on where their stages they're at in their life. Um, you know, you're going to have a, a different one that uh, you're going to have to overcome or get through. <clears throat> but other than that, um, it hasn't really been too difficult to um, get myself out there. And it's and, and a lot of that um, attests to me being connected with people that um, are in the industry as well. So um, I would say the more you network, the more people you know, uh, the, the I wouldn't say the less challenges you will have, but it, it makes it easier for that, um, for your journey, you know, right. and, and your, what you're doing in the industry. Right. All right. Diana. Diana, yes, yeah, so we were talking earlier. She had some good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had too many. I haven't had too many challenges. Uh, I, I think to the contrary, Atlanta is a very inviting and welcoming uh, state in terms of the film industry. You know, uh, I locked arms with a lot of really wonderful people, very talented people. And uh, as to where I come from in New York, you know, uh, it was a lot more difficult to break barriers. You know, mm -hmm. I really had to uh, go above and beyond. And not that I don't do that here. However, it's just a different vibe. I said, you know, people really want to see you do well. And sure, they would love to be a part of that. And if they can help you, then. And that's what I love about Atlanta. Yes. Joyce, your challenges? I think the biggest challenge for me is is making sure people who are, are who they say they are. Um, we learned that the hard <laughs> way, and I won't say names, but there are some individuals that <laughs> that parade as if they're you know doing these huge things and they're really not. So I think that's in indie industry, but especially in the film industry, there are a lot of people that um, you know overstate what they're able to do over promise under under deliver so i think diana and i spoke about this before we jumped on today and she said you know what i think one of the really things we're going to leave people with is network but vet who you're networking with ensure they are who they say they are before you go into any partnerships and have your attorney look at everything 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 and that goes without saying but you can so. Yeah, you know, I, I think everyone is going to, has that story of meeting a certain person that promises a lot and, and it doesn't uh, pan out like they say they are. So I, exactly. I really will. Mm -hmm. Yes, Joyce, she hit it right on the, on the head. Right. You know, um, you're going to network a lot of people. There's a lot of people that is going to say they are a certain thing. And, and sooner or later, you'll see that that's just not true. Um, <clears throat> don't put all your eggs in one basket. Definitely. Um, you definitely don't do that uh, and have a, a system set up that where you can um, verify that the person is who they say they are um, and be careful about bringing a lot of other people along uh, writing on that one person's word without them actually um, showing any evidence that they're going to follow through, you know, so because that also, you know, because the people that you're bringing on, they're, they're connected through you, you know. Right. And, and once you make the connection to the other person mm -hmm. saying that this is that, you know, um, I, I've had a, a, a end with a, a person. I'm like, George, I'm not going to say their name. Um, promise this, promise that, you know, he's very successful in Hollywood. And it was just as soon as every time he had something for me to complete, I would complete it with something else. And to the point that finally when, when everything was done, he couldn't add anything else. It wasn't it didn't pan out to what um the this person has said it was completely different so yeah. um yes that that is the challenge I, I guess i should have said that but thank you joyce for um saying that because that's very important um to know who you're networking um and to make sure that it's it's actually validated be, um especially when you before you bring in other people on the project 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. Great point. Mm -hmm. uh, um, have any of you been visited any of the studios here that you could get in? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've been to quite a few. <laughs> oh, they got jokes, huh? <laughs> Man Robinson. Man Robinson. Studio. Yeah. Man Robinson, uh, for those of you uh, who are looking to Man, come here, it's a Man great Robinson's studio. A great studio. Yeah. yeah, they're very personable. They are um, bringing nice people facility. in to teach them the craft. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that is a, a great. That's a great one too. Mm -hmm. uh, LS Studios uh, for actors. If you're mm -hmm. looking uh, for classes or representation, LS Studios is another uh, great place to go. Um, the people are really nice. They've been in business for a long time and doing some uh, successful things. And if you're looking for talent, that's also a nice place to go. Of course, uh, Dream Empire Films has uh, casting services and uh, book writing author services if you're in need of those uh, things as well. Yeah. Uh, but some of the studios offer um, offer tours, so it's good to, to take those tours. Mm -hmm. I would mention one other new as African American, yeah. very young lady, 24 years old, opened her own studio, yeah. CNC Studios. It yeah. is a studio of standing sets, similar to the ones you see in Hollywood, where there's the hospital and the jail and some other scenes like that. Uh, and she can use our support. So I'm shouting her out. She's new. They just opened. We've been, we went to the grand opening and did a tour there as well. And it was a great experience. For a new producer, their rates were really low. It was like 125 an hour. So definitely affordable for somebody that's going into doing their first short or their first feature with a low budget. Um, and she has a lot of set pieces already there and a lot of additional uh, set dressings and whatnot that you can use. Uh, Dream Empire also has a photography studio room if anybody is an actor looking for new headshots or anything like that. So we can help facilitate that. And the goal is that about you know three, four years from now, we'll have our own studios too. There you go. <laughs> you will, you will definitely. Be there. <laughs> uh, are, are any of you taking classes to perfect your craft here was, in Georgia? I was more so before I, I got here. I know Joyce uh, or Dream Empire um, holds uh, voice acting classes. Uh, I thought about getting um, into that as well, um, but I, I did a lot more before I got here. I haven't uh, recently since I've been here. I do recommend it though. Um, classes is very important, you know, just when we think that we're at where we mm -hmm. need to be, always room for improvement, mm -hmm. um, you know, and just, just reach out. I, I would highly recommend if you're looking at voice acting, uh, Joseph, uh, or Dream Empire is very, very good at uh, perfecting that craft. Um, or, or if it's just some type of filmmaking, uh, technique that you want to learn there, there's plenty of uh schools or uh, places that you can you know network there but also learn more about your craft yeah right. i personally attended digital mm -hmm. film academy um and did my training there uh to get my degree but i noticed that i'm not to knock the school but if you don't have time to commit to a two or four year program that YouTube University, I call it YouTube University. Go on YouTube <laughs> and there are so many people on there that give you free knowledge. Additionally, Masterclass, I love Masterclass. Mm -hmm. We took Shonda Rhimes Masterclass for anybody that's a screenwriter out there. Awesome. Wonderful, she literally gives you her entire playbook mm -hmm. for how she wrote Grey's Anatomy, which we mm -hmm. all know is a huge, tremendous success. So yeah. don't reinvent the wheel. Uh, find a class and get in it. Dream Empire offers Absolutely. screenwriting classes. Uh, I'll pass that over to Diana Rose, but she's our screenwriting coach. And uh, I mean, we can literally work with any level of talent and bring you up to par with industry standards. And there's enough knowledge out there. Nobody should be clamoring for, for knowledge in this day and age. <laughs> there, um, Absolutely. And, and, I, and to Joyce's point, you know, Go ahead, Diana. No, go I ahead. think you got a delay, Diana. Oh, so I was going to say, you know, <laughs> YouTube has a great series called uh, Film Courage, Film Courage, and they have excellent tips for uh, any discipline within the film industry. Uh, you're getting words and advice 
um, and structure and guidance from individuals in Film Courage on YouTube. Excellent. And um, to Joyce's point, yes, I do teach screenwriting and um, I have a class coming up uh, next week on the 11th. So you can just go to uh, the website, Dream Empire Webs and uh, enroll. I'd love to have you. So uh, Brandon, Brandon, what next steps? What are your next steps here in Georgia? Uh, next step is, you know, I, I finished on um, like two of my projects that um, I believe it's 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 going to do very well. Um, I've been working with uh, Dream Empire to um, get those projects uh, actually actually looked uh, put in, in front of the right people, um, but also to, just to increase my networking. You know, uh, like I said, and when I get in that creative space, I really don't. You know, I'm I'm just there. You know, I, I'm tunnel vision a lot. You know, so you know, I I I, I take my uh, craft very seriously, and I, I believe it's it's time for me to cross over more on the network side, come up, crawl from underneath that rock, and get out there more. So it's more so, um, you know, now that I've gotten the projects to where I want them to be, and uh, we are in the process of getting those projects produced. Now it's about getting myself out there a little bit more. Uh, hey, this is me. <laughs> no, this is what I represent. This is my vision. And, and you know, like I said before, you never know who you're gonna run, uh, run into. You know, so I really that's the area I feel that is next for me is getting myself out there a little bit more. Okay, Diana. Next steps. Um, next. Writing uh, more series, I definitely create uh, a major, major series. I feel like I got that in me, so I need to devote some time to getting it out. Mm -hmm. Joyce, your next steps? So next steps for Dream Empire, my motto is if I help enough other people get what they want, then I'll get what I want. So mm -hmm. we currently have a slate of 30 projects that we are shopping uh, that are at various stages of production. Some of them have proof of concepts already created. Uh, some of them are just at the script stage. Some of them have pitch decks and one sheets and treatments created. Uh, so we have been just building our network. Uh, and so my next steps are to help enough other creatives, enough other producers get their content in front of the right people and get them deals. So therefore, Dream Empire will then be able to move forward with some of the projects that we have. Uh, we have a huge international co-production of one of my best-selling novels that uh, was adapted to screenplay by Diana Rhodes uh, called The Lost Locket. Uh, and the other part of the trilogy, The Forgotten Timepiece, which Lisa Maywell was the screenwriter that adapted that from novel to screenplay. That trilogy, the Heirloom Trilogy, is next for Dream Empire in-house. Uh, we've already taken our trip over to France and scouted locations, and we're working on uh, ramping up to film that major studio film. Uh, so really excited about that. Also partnering with filmmakers like Brandon. Uh, we are packaging up some of his content so that we can shop that to some of the other networks like BET, All Black TV, et cetera. Uh, if there's any producer out there that has projects that they need shopped, Dream Empire can assist with that. For the last four years, I've been positioning my company by going to American Film Market and some of the other television and film markets to make the contacts that I didn't have um, so that I can help other people. So reach back pull forward. That's my motto. I always want to help other people. And you'll look up and before you know it, you'll be where you need to be. So I put that out for any filmmaker out there that's looking for someone to help them get their project off the ground floor and in front of the right people. If you don't have it packaged yet, we can help with that. Uh, if you need a one sheet, if you need a pitch deck, if you need a treatment, if you need to break your script down and create a budget, we do all those things. So it's just growing Dream Empire. That's my next step and helping uh, these other filmmakers bring these amazing stories to light. And and for those of you who may be coming this way, you have uh, four people here right now that you can reach out to. Uh, all of us are willing to uh, assist people in uh, what you're doing. Uh, each of us have uh, different talents and skill sets, but we're if we can't help you, we know how to send you to places that can help you. There you go. Yes, yes, definitely. So, well, Atlanta, yes or no? Is this the place to be? I think so. <laughs> I think we got to answer David's question. Yeah. She popped it up 
<laughs> we didn't forget you, David. <laughs> but come on down. It's the place to be. We would love to meet you. <laughs> oh, uh, well, uh, he's asking if there's uh, a craft or trade that is difficult to staff. Uh, I, I think any mm -hmm. of the positions can be challenging to staff. It's just doing your homework to make sure that that person uh, is is really uh, has to have their skills together. And that's one thing that you will find here in um, Atlanta a lot. When you talk to the more established filmmakers, they're more skeptical of new people because a lot of new people come to this uh, industry without the skill set that they need. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of people shooting films with no scripts or just mm -hmm. stuff jotted down on a paper uh, and, and you know, and using their cousin Jojo as the actor and things like that. So a lot of the established ones are, <laughs> so you have to come with your stuff prepared, uh, showing what you have, be prepared at all times uh, to, uh, to, cause like Brandon says, you never know who you'll be sitting next to somewhere or never who you run into at an event. Right. Let's see, uh, we have any questions? Yeah, I know we have someone on here that's coming, uh, moving from, uh, Indiana, uh, Donald Martin. He's a comedian. He does clean comedy. And I spoke with him last night. So he told me he was going to join today. So I've already been kind of giving him a prep talk to come on, uh, down here. But, um, like I said, just meeting, uh, getting, uh, in with the right people, uh, is, is going to be key. So, um, I've read a question down here. Um, I can't remember who it was by. They said something about how do we identify fake people trying to get your money. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's, 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 a, that's a really good question. Um, and I will say to that is um, you do your research. Do you do diligence on your, their research? Um, but mm -hmm. also um, you can kind of, when you hold your end of the bargain, and they just keep on adding certain things or excuses why they're not holding theirs. That's kind of just showing proof that, you know, they may, what they said may not be all mm -hmm. their same or they just may not be at all. Um, so you just kind of have to gauge it and then um, have your network good enough that, you know, you're, you're talking to people and when you mention their name that they, those people can kind of, uh, prove it for you. Like, oh yeah, I've heard that person there. They're, they're pretty good. You know, you don't want, always want to go off that, but that can help you if you're right. in a situation and uh, this person just saying this and right. saying that not really falling through. Exactly. Um, and IMDB Pro, get an account. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's worth the investment. Mm -hmm. IMDB yeah. Pro, you can go on IMDB and you can vet people that way. Look at their experience. If you go to IMDb and put in Dream Empire Films, you can see that we've actually done films. There are people that talk like they've done all this work and they've done nothing. They yeah. have nothing to show for it. Don't be the guinea pig. Don't be the first one mm -hmm. out of the gate. You know what I mean? You want to work with people who are in the industry, who are vetting, who have, have proven themselves. I'm all for giving opportunities to people, but when it comes to like an investor or someone that is saying they want to come on and have a producer credit and attach themselves to your project. You want to get a seasoned professional that has the skill set that you can go and see, oh, they've done X, Y, and Z film. So surely they can bring some value to my project. So Harpreet, that was a great question. And, and thank yes. you for being active, participating here. He's asked some really good ones. Right, right. Yeah. IMDB Pro, Pro uh, Google them. See if they have an account on LinkedIn. See what they're saying and doing on their social media accounts, you know, because that's what I do. I bet people on their social media accounts to see if I can even work with them. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are some ways to avoid being ripped off. Yeah. And and then if you have, um, you know, if you have your business established, you know, how you run your business, like if you have people, uh, if you set a deadline. Those are really big, you know, uh, you set a deadline and stick to it. You know, if the person keeps not meeting that deadline, you know, that can kind of show you um, just how professional that person is. 
I oh. love that, Brandon. Like, the, here's a hoop to jump through. Now it's on fire. Now we're going to add <laughs> spikes. Yeah, yeah, you, you Somebody keeps raising the stakes. Yeah, your business, to too, you know? And, right, and, for them to deliver their part, their probably yeah. a little bit and just buying time. Uh -huh. So vet people, don't waste your time with yeah, people who yeah. haven't done anything. It's yeah, a show yeah. and prove kind of thing, right? So if they can't show and prove what they've done, you've got a DP in your office that wants to shoot your next film. I need to see your reel. If you don't have one, then come back when you do. It's okay mm -hmm. that you don't have one, but yeah. it's not okay for my project. I it, need you to come you back and get it together, yeah. right? So don't be afraid to ask the tough questions. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to have requirements and standards of what you'll, you're willing to entertain versus what you're not. Um, there are so many people that throw projects at me that aren't ready to be looked at. And I'm going to let them know, this is not ready for me to present to a, a network. It's not It's not there yet. We can help you develop it. I'll never shoot somebody down and say, absolutely not. But I will say this needs development. This needs an edit. This needs to be packaged properly. It's a yeah. great idea. And sometimes every now and then we had someone come in the office. I won't say a name, but Diana can attest. Woman pitched us a script and we're like, what did you smoke before? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> crazy bad. And I'm going to have to stop you there. Uh, our, time is about, our, time is, our time is coming to a close. I want to thank you, uh, each of you, so much for coming on. You were amazing. And I appreciate you. I owe each of you one for this. I appreciate that. Yes, Thanks for having us, Lisa. It this was, was fine. fine. It was fine. Yeah. 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 And glad, you, glad you made it. <laughs> You've been listening to the Black Magic Collective Podcast. If you're having fun talking tech in the biz with us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please leave reviews as it helps others find the show so we can keep making great content for you. We're also on all of your favorite podcast apps as well as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please visit blackmagiccollective.com to join and be part of the filmmaker community. All of our events and programs are free to filmmakers thanks to our presenting sponsor, Black Magic Design.